dude i should really figure out an intro for this podcast i had one and then it felt corny so i cut it and i'm never using it again now you gotta say it because you just introduced it that's the um of the land. it was hi welcome to uh non-user friendly a podcast by jack tembarge where i will probably piss someone off today with me i have christian morgan actually no that's oh yeah well that's half what i did uh what i was doing for the first three episodes that i did with you uh tomas and sienna is mm-hmm. that i um because i listen to a lot of podcasts just mm-hmm. a lot so i would do the intro to whichever podcast i was listening to that week so it was like i'm david blaine and this is cold and that would be my intro <laughs> every time oh goodness you okay, Christian. Those yeah. Ghost Hunter intros. Oh god. Today we are here at the Christian Morgan Manor, where Christian Morgan single-handedly murdered his entire family with a butter knife. <laughs> it was the dullest thing around, so I had to use it. <laughs> Just to make the deaths that much more brutal. Even the spoons were sharper than this one. <laughs> oh, sharp spoons. That's an awful concept. <laughs> That would make eating almost anything with a spoon awful. Because, like, you know, forks are sharp. You know not to jam a fork into your mouth, but with a spoon, you're (laughs) loosey-goosey. Yeah, yeah, you're just, like, shoving that crap in, but, like, with a fork, (laughs) you shove it in, your tooth is gonna... Or you shove (laughs) it directly into your gums or, like, the roof of your mouth and you just got a fork dangling. (laughs) Or if you, like, get it back there, you hit the freaking punching bag and you're just like... Uh, have you ever done that have you ever pulled trig yeah i see you nodding on zoom i'll tell the audience (laughs) (laughs) oh i have i have a i have a killer story about pulling trig or just vomiting in general do you have a weak stomach if i talk about vomiting um you know what you go for it and the moment that i pull away (laughs) that's when you gotta stop i got this Uh, (laughs) it was um my freshman year of college but let's say it was really uh, the back half of 2019, because that way I was 21. That's when this story took place, is when I was 21. Okay, Christian Morgan, when I was 21. <laughs> Not when I was definitely, like, 18. Um, but I was I was at college, and uh, my freshman year, um, my sister was a junior uh, mm-hmm. at the same college I was going to. And I would, uh, you know, as a freshman, especially a freshman guy, you don't get into any parties. You show up, you either have to have booze or bitches is what all the frat guys would say to you. You need one of the two. You need either need to breed alcohol or you need to bring girls to get into a party. That's and one of I, the two B. That's one of the three Bs. You need booze, <laughs> bitches, or barbecue. But <laughs> showing up, you just have this huge plate of ribs and you're like, can I come to the party, please? <laughs> I bet you a thousand percent they would let you in. Some Probably. frat, frat doorman just standing there and he's like, who, are, who, you, who do you know here? Hey, man, name five brothers and you can get in. And you're like, why wouldn't I name brothers when I can name barbecue? You pull out a plate of ribs. <laughs> You're just like, all right, give me one, you get in. Go they're like, ahead. shit, yeah, yeah, bring that upstairs. I, dude, I, with my fraternity at least, we would, if like, some kid would have brought ribs to the party, we would have let him in in a heartbeat. You know how hype that would, that's like bringing pizza. Like that's that's a good, good move. That's a good move to pull. It's how you get I friends like, like that. Yeah, exactly. So anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Um, you can't get into parties as a freshman. It's really hard to do because um, they just don't 
like like letting guys in in general and then you're a freshman so you don't know anyone um so we would always either drink at this one kid's apartment who ended up being a weird guy but that's a different story (laughs) or my sister's place because obviously i knew my sister so it was me (laughs) my buddy austin and my buddy jack another person named jack but and we lived on the same hall in our dorm so he was big jack and i was little jack obviously because he was like six four dude was huge um but we go to this party and it was the first time that in college it well actually ever i think that my buddy austin had actually drank and got drunk um because he he didn't drink a whole lot first semester but second semester he's like ah fuck it let's do it i just went crazy um and so we go to my sister's house and i'm this is a whole story i just realized which, which story this was and i'm gonna derail it for a while christian Morgan. go ahead so go chime ahead. in whenever you want um but i we we it, <laughs> we um we leave the we leave my sister's party oh before that i almost got into a fight at the party because there was this guy it was a huge party it was for my sister's friends 21st and it was this huge party and a ton of people showed up and he was really popular so a ton of people came that we didn't even know like most of the time it was like somewhat of a connection yeah um and there was this guy and he was just being a such a tool to all to my sister and all of her roommates and it was just he was just being a dick so i kept getting in his face and the thing was he was you know probably twice my height like most people are so i'm like looking up at this guy like who the fuck you think you are bro like let's go fight me hands up and and so i kept trying to fight him and i kept following him because i was like i'm gonna beat him up because i have the loud mouth but then i had big friends to back me up yeah. you know austin's like he was probably 5'10 5'11 and big like and then so was jack they were both bigger guys so it was like it was good to have them on my side because i was the one who talked shit and then they helped me um but i walk upstairs because i was chasing this guy because he was being a dick and i was basically throwing him out of the party verbally and uh i round the corner and there's this guy about my height and i mean like dwayne the rock johnson ripped like huge just wide as hell and i almost run into him and i get like face to face with the guy and he gets all close to me he's like you live here and i was like fuck me i'm about to get my ass kicked by this guy i was like there's he's going to eat me i will not survive this fight and like so i have to act tough i didn't live there but i was like yeah what about it and he gets all close and i was like we're about we're either about to kiss or fight and i don't know which one but he's all he's all in my face and he's like gets all close mean mugging me and he's like where's the bathroom I just like pause and i'm like what he goes where's the bathroom in like a nice voice all of a sudden i was like oh well my friend's vomiting in that one but you can go over to that one he's like oh cool thanks man we shook hands and he dipped that's the preface to this story is that my friend jack was really really drunk and so was i and so was austin and we eventually get an uber and we're heading home and it's this minivan and you know how like in the back seat of minivans they have like the pilot seats and then there's like the aisle yeah so i was in the very back because i thought it was funny for some reason um <laughs> wait no there's more to this when the uber pulled up to my sister's house austin went out first because he ordered it mm-hmm. and jack was i mean stumbling drunk just blackout drunk just wobbling and i kind of force him out the door and i'm like go man like get to the uber <laughs> and i was saying bye to my sister and all her roommates because i became good friends with them and like my sister's friends so i was saying bye to everybody and i walk out to the uber 
and I open the minivan door. I slide it open and I pause and I'm sitting there for like a good couple of seconds. And Austin looks back at me and he starts giving me shit. He's like, what are you doing? Are you so drunk? You can't even get in the Uber. You're an idiot. And I just look at him and I go, where's Big Jack? He wasn't in the Uber. <laughs> and you just hear from the other side of the car, you hear the handle and he goes, man, how the fuck do you open this door just trying to rip open this minivan door and he can't do it and i eventually lead him into the car and so then i thought it would be a funny bit if i got in the very back and jackson shotgun or no austin's in shotgun jackson like those pilot seats and i'm sitting back there and i'm just chilling and there's a thing when you're drunk where you can't tell if you're talking in your head or you're talking out loud. A lot of your inside thoughts come out. And so I'm sitting in the back seat and I thought I said this in my head, but I go, I'm like, man, I have to throw up. And it wasn't like, you know, like right this second. It was like, I'm going to have to throw up at some point tonight. Oh, no. But I said it out loud. And this Uber driver slams on the brakes. I'm not wearing a seatbelt. I go flipping over through the middle aisle. I land on my ass. He opens the doors because they're automatic. And he goes, get out. And I go, yes, sir. See you later. So we get out of this Uber. And because of that, they like dropped us off super far from um, where our dorm actually was. Because our dorm was like, it was four buildings that like made a hollow square. And then in the inner square was like the quad. And we were on the opposite end of mm -hmm. my dorm specifically and um <laughs> so we start walking and uh, i'm next to austin and this is like kind of the first time austin's really drunk and he starts leaning over in the bushes this is where this whole story was going he starts leaning over the bushes and he's like dry heaving and so oh. then i yeah i try to get him to pull trigger because pulling trigger it, it, you after you throw up on a night of drinking you sleep better you wake up better and it's less of a hangover it, it's like it, it helps it is it helps to do it so i was trying to coach him through it and i'm like hey man just pull trig like just put it in there and he goes fuck you man i'm like all right i'm not helping your ass and so i kind of i kind of leave him and then it was that moment that i realized hmm i haven't seen big jack in a little while oh, <laughs> and no. i look down oh, no. and he has not moved from the part where the uber dropped us off probably a good like 30 yards down the down the sidewalk he just hasn't moved and he's just standing there it's like two in the morning and there's this there's a stop light over him or not a stop light a, a street light over him so he's like perfectly outlined and i just <laughs> see him from a distance and i'm like hey hey buddy hey jack are you okay and he just turns his head to the left and projectile vomits like a good like five feet it's the only time in my life i've ever seen someone projectile vomit and i'm like oh fuck and i like sprint over to him and i'm like patting his back and i'm like you got it buddy you're okay you're gonna live it'll be a good good time no. and and then these two people come up to me um in case you're wondering this is the story of the first time i blacked out we'll get there <laughs> Um, and these two people come up to me and I'm not, I'm not blacked out at this point. FYI, I'm still very conscious, but just very drunk. Yeah. And these two people come up to me and they're like, they're like, Hey, are you guys okay? And I'm like, yeah, he just doesn't feel good. Like he's just throwing up. Like we're okay. And they're like, okay, well, do you need help with anything? And I'm like, no, you're fine. Like, thank you so much. That's so kind of you. Like you can go. And they're like, are you sure you don't need help? And I'm like, yes, I got it. And they're like, well, we're RAs, so we have to stay with you. Oh, no. And oh, my no. heart sinks, and I'm like, oh, good God. And I'm like, 
fuck i have to deal with this and they're like and they just kept trying to get our ids 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 so they could write us up and i was like please and i kept like deferring him and i was like please 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 just let me get jack back to his room and then i'll give you all of our ids i promise and they were like okay fine yeah absolutely so i get underneath one arm austin gets underneath the other and we're carrying jack and the side that we entered in on our dorm it went my room austin's room jack's room at the far end of the other hall i was right by the door jack was right by the other door and austin was right in the middle so we enter in and we're carrying jack this 6'4 200 something guy he was a football player in high school so big dude and he's on my shoulder and we pat and we're all shitty bricks because we're with the ras and we get to austin's door and austin says okay good night dips into his room closes the door locks it Leaves me with both the RAs and a six three two something drunk asshole, <laughs> and I'm so I'm like half carrying him, and we get to his room, and we open the door, and I throw him onto the carpet that was down there, and I turn around, make eye contact with the RAs, and I go, "Okay, good night," and I slam the door in their face, <laughs> and then this is how the next moment went. I heard a. fuck this and then they walked away and just left so i didn't have to deal with the ras after about 20 minutes of trying to get jack into bed he's like get the fuck out of my room and i'm like get into bed and then i will and so it was this whole thing and it was this pain in the ass and i finally get him into his bed finally set him down and i close the door out of his room and i hear my friend down the hall who lived across from me and i just hear her go jack Psst. and i turned made eye contact with her that's the last thing I remember. <laughs> Everything following this point is either videos or secondhand telling. From there, I walked downstairs to the to the laundry room uh, and punched a washing machine, putting a full dent in the side of it. Don't ask why. I don't fucking know. <laughs> and then I went, I went into our our um um like communal area that had like one four-person table and four chairs one two-person table two couches and a coffee table and i go in there and just start flipping shit <laughs> i'm just throwing <laughs> chairs and grabbing shit and my friends are filming and laughing because i'm not breaking anything i'm just flipping stuff over and yeah. then i go over to the tv on the wall and i go this is mine and i start trying to take it down <laughs> and that's when my friends decided to stop me and the last thing i did that night is we had an ra and they each got a cork board we had two ras a guy and a girl and they each got a corkboard to put something up on the semester. So it was like, fun astrology facts, fun these facts, fun this. And I hated one of my RAs. I hated her. She bugged me so much. Just, like, it would be 8 p.m. On a, on a Friday. And she would come up to us and be like, you guys have to keep it down. It's quiet hours. Bitch, it is 8 p.m. on a Friday. I don't know who you think is trying to sleep right now other than you, but it, don't worry about it. So I did not like her. So I go up to her corkboard and I go, you know what? fuck you and i put my hands on it and i rip the whole paper down and i do it once right but i'm drunk so it's not very good so i half rip out like half the staples so the staples are pointing outwards towards me and i go in for a second swipe and just run both my hands down these staples <laughs> I, I... it gets worse i go to bed finally and I wake up and I had fallen asleep on my hand and had to peel it off because it had dried from the blood to my face. 
and I peel it open, fully reopen all the cuts on my hand. I wake up. My roommate had bought an office chair because he was bougie and didn't want to sit in the other ones. And he's sitting like a Bond villain, is sitting backwards, wheels around slowly, (laughs) makes eye contact with me and goes, oh, do I have some videos for you? (laughs) And that was the story the first time that I blacked out. (laughs) Bruh. Bruh. Isn't that story just insane? (laughs) Ooh, you know, I'm... Gosh, dang. You know what, Jack? I, I'm i good. I'm good. I'm good. I don't know. Really <laughs> All right, we'll stop the podcast here. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Christian's done. <laughs> no more. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go freaking pull the trigger now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was... <laughs> oh, it's so funny because my audio is just a block of text for the past 15 minutes because only I've been talking. <laughs> You don't get to talk anymore, Christian. This is my show. <laughs> okay. I'm just going like to respond. I like that that all started because I, I we were talking about shoving a fork against your uvula. And then I asked if you ever pulled trig. And then it just went downhill. <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> you, you reminded me of my my blackout story and i hate it so much because do you feel do you feel comfortable sharing it yeah i mean i'm fine with sharing it uh it's funny because um so you know first first second semester in amda right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. away from parents for the first time away from vibe exactly and i'm you know i have i have three roommates we all have you know i lived in uh what was it called uh what was the the crappy dorm um franklin no 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 no. all of you uh, all of you all of you i was in my first semester shithole <laughs> it really is it's it's yeah. gross and dirty and it's just run down it's yeah. nasty but um i had a roommate there and his name was jeff and jeff um he's definitely one of those pothead types of people like you know like he, yeah. he he knows like everything about pot and gets it and stuff like that and um you know like Every time we hang out with him, we usually, you know, like get a hit of his pin or whatnot. And it's yeah. usually fun. And uh, there was one time we went driving with him down to the beach and like he was letting us get a hit of the pin. And like we were driving back at night and uh, oh, being what high. what a vibe. What a vibe. E- exactly. And and being high at night, you know, I was like, whoa, the pretty lights, <laughs> the pretty colors. The stars, man. <laughs> the stars. They're like city lights, but in the sky. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't my first time being high because my first time being high was with my parents because they're pretty cool. So <laughs> damn, that's badass. <laughs> what the fuck? Exactly, exactly. So, so I was like, that's not my first time being high. So I joke with him, and you know, I'm I'm constantly like kind of you know punching his shoulder with the whole like, uh, uh, I, I would eat a whole brownie if you got me one. He was like, really? You oh, really would? And no. I was like, yeah, you bet your ass I Christian, would. Christian, why would you brag? <laughs> and. <laughs> So I got my other roommate, Zach, and my other roommate, Zach, two Zachs. <laughs> wow, th- my story had two Jacks. Yours has two Zachs. I've seen a theme. <laughs> and I was like, we're going to get this brownie. We're going to eat it. So so Zach with the, with the K and I split the brownie in two. But then Zach with the H, okay, we give him like a sliver of it because we're like, You're, you don't, know, you don't have any experience. Smart. 
So there's three stories that come out of this one experience. And <laughs> of it's course there's. I love it. <laughs> awful for all three of them. So I'm going to tell you what happens with poor little old Zach uh, with an H first. So let, let, let's call let's call one H one K so I can know yeah. the difference. Cool. So uh, we have H and we have K and then we have me. So me and K decided we're going to go, you know, after we get done eating the brownies and chugging down some milk, we're going to go explore Hollywood. Bye. You know, we leave. <laughs> H is like, hey, you know what? I'm going to stay here. I'm going to hang out with my friend Johnny, and we're just going to go get some pizza across the street and come back and chill. And Smart. he goes over, and he does that. And he's like, all right, you know, I'm having fun. And while he's doing that, you know, he's like, hey, Johnny, I don't I don't feel so good. And he's like, ah, you're cool, man. You're just, you're just having a little green. You're fine. Cool. Mm-hmm. Chill it out. And he's like, okay. You know, and he, he eats some pizza, and he chills out. And he's like, hey, Johnny, the I don't I don't know. My head's feeling weird. Everything's kind of getting spinny. And he's like, "Yeah, you're just greening out, bro. You need to chill out and go lay down." And uh, he goes back to the dorm. <laughs> and while he's there, he's like, "You know what? It's really hot. I'm just gonna lay down in my bed." And we had, you know, we had the bunk beds. So yeah. He, he yeah. climbs up on which, the top. Uh, Sidetrack real quick. Do you remember which room you were in? I was in two oh seven, something like that. I think. I think we might have no we weren't in the same room we discussed this before you were the room right next to mine because i was 208 yeah continue please <laughs> sorry it's okay it's okay <laughs> um he, so he get he takes off his clothes he gets into bed and um he goes to sleep and he passes out for like maybe an hour well the girls across the you know the hall from us mm-hmm. they're really good friends with us and they decided they were going to prank us by putting all of our beds into the closet. And <laughs> oh so Oh my god, that's so much work. <laughs> I know, I know. Why would why would you that was that was like that doesn't even that's fit like, in there. That's manual okay. labor. Like holy shit. I know, I know, but apparently that's a good joke to them. So, I give them credit if they want to do that. Yeah, more power to you. Well, they decide to go in there and what they find is something straight out of a horror movie. It is Zach leaning on his side, vomit pouring from his bed onto Jeff's bed, or Zach, K, oh, Zach K's bed. Oh, he was top bunch. He, oh, no. was doing that. So what they decide to do is they grab him, they pull him off, they strip him down completely naked, they get him into the bathroom, and they put, you know, put him in a shower. And Smart. the thing is, when you do that, you know, you don't give him cold showers, but they did. And so he starts vomiting even more in the shower, butt naked, a bunch of girls trying to make sure that he's okay. He's probably embarrassed. He, he's blacked out. Yeah, dude, anything. that's a, that's a, oof, that's a, that's a story you don't want to hear secondhand about yourself. Yeah. That's just and rough. They, they took his bed, they changed his sheets and stuff, and they put him to bed and they let him sleep. And he had a pretty okay. It was... K and I that had the worst of the night because wait wait I'm sorry I'm sorry you're telling me your night was worse than the guy who <laughs> who was greened out vomiting on his roommate's bed and then took a cold shower naked in front of a bunch of girls oh yeah it gets oh, a lot worse no! I love it go so we're walking down the street you know and we're having the greatest time of our life we're like oh man we're gonna get so high we're just gonna have so much fun this is gonna mm. be great and halfway through the walk he's like you know christian i don't 
I don't feel so good. And I'm like, dude, chill out. You're just, you're freaking out, man. Chill. You got to relax. And he's like, all right. And so he's, we continue walking and he's like, Christian, my mouth is getting really dry. It's like one of those, uh, one of those little Wayne songs where he's talking about his mouth getting dry. And I'm like, dude, chill out. Okay. You know what? We'll go get some water. The Denny's is up here. We'll get some water. Just chill out. We get to the corner and the light, you know, the light has mm-hmm. to change so we can cross. And he's like, I don't know, Christian. And so he starts walking down and he sits down in the parking lot. And I'm like, dude, chill, dude, come on. It's okay. Oh, Just relax. At least get into the restaurant. Oh no, not even that. Because what happens next is he's like, Christian, I don't feel so good. You need to call Jeff and get him to come here. And I'm like, okay. And I, I, you know, I pick up my phone. I'm calling Jeff and I'm like, come on, Jeff, pick up, come on, pick up. And he's like, you know, Christian, everything's spinning. And I'm like, dude, you need to calm down. You are freaking out. Yeah. Get into in your head. Yeah. And I, and I'm, you know, Jeff picks up and I'm like, Hey Jeff, can you come pick us up? We're over here by the Denny's and right in the middle of that. I see it off in the distance. The lights on the buildings start going from one end of my vision to the other. And it starts spinning. And I said, oh, fuck. And I hang up on Jeff. No. I couldn't even tell him where we were. No. (laughs) And he's now out here like, oh, God, I got to find these guys because they're about to green out. So we're sitting there and, you know, me and him are like, you know, freaking out and everything's getting worse. And he's like, he's like, we got to get this out of our system. We got to throw up. And I'm like, no, I won't do this. I'm going to keep it going. (laughs) I'm a god. I'm a tank. (laughs) And so we're like trying, we get up and we start trying to walk. And all of a sudden my vision starts blacking out and I'm like, oh no. So we're walking down this alley and it would just fade in, fade out, fade in, fade out. We get to the end of the street. And, you know, my vision, again, is fading in, fading out. He decides, I'm just going to do it, puts his hand back there, you know, and I, you know, seeing him doing this, I have a weak stomach when it comes to yeah. I'm like, start doing that. We're, you know, we're putting it out there all over for everyone to see. <laughs> and we're creating puddles with our with our love and oh uh, <laughs> don't say puddles with your love dude that sounds like you guys are coming on each other <laughs> I, puddles with your love i honestly would have taken that over anything i'm okay with that i would have been okay with that i would rather have a man come on me i than... listen and i in i'm telling you yes after that <laughs> night i would have been like oh, no, that's i would have taken that over anything because because what happened next was we kept black Backing in and out, vomiting all over this like poor person's driveway. And we, we like, we stop and we're blacking out. We're like on the street, like laying down and some girls come across us and they're not like, oh, we're going to help you. They're laughing at us and taking photos of us. Oh, that's so shitty. I know. That's and so shitty. They, they end up seeing the vomit and they're like, oh my God, we got to call 911. And I hear this and I'm like, oh no instant sober (laughs) like well no i couldn't even get that sober and so like i grab zach's keys and he's like no christian don't take my keys and i'm like i'm not trying to run off i'm trying to wake you up so he can run so the (laughs) so the cops get there and they like you know tap on us because they were like we don't know if these guys are dead and we're like uh and they're like okay we're gonna get an ambulance you need to stay there the ambulance comes and 
they're like, you need to wake up. You need to wake up. And be, me being me, I'm all like, I'm 18. I am fresh here in LA and I am going to get in trouble if I get caught with weed in my system. I'm bouncing. I get up as fucking high as I possibly can, still fucking blacking out, and I bolt. And the cop's like, you need to come back. And I'm like, no, you need to follow me. And I just keep <laughs> running. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> like, this cop is like, I'm not going after this him. This poor I'm- son of a bitch is just like, kid, please come back here. And you're like, No follow me we're going on an adventure together sir and what ends up happening is jeff arrives there at the scene and he's like oh my god they're taking them and he sees zach and he's like where's christian and he looks down the street and he sees me and he's like okay he runs over picks me up and i'm like like oh my gosh i can't believe what's happening i get into the back of his car and i vomit into the back of his car because I see plastic, but he doesn't realize he has plastic in the back of his car, so he thinks that I'm just like vomiting on the back of his car. Yeah. He's like, oh. But basically, the whole night, he gives me like Gatorade and whatnot. I'm sleeping in the back of his car. And he goes and he visits Zach and whatnot. And um, we just, we just kind of chill out and we get back to the school, right? And he's like, mm-hmm. I need you to like stay quiet, lay still don't make any sudden movements and i was like oh okay i pass out i wake up we're back in and i'm like okay and he's like okay buddy come out come out come on out like let's let's go back in uh let's go into these dorms of my buddies and let's like let's let you rest off and he gets me up and i'm like oh you know like maybe i'm thinking it's finally over and he sees me you know you know that face that whole like uh yeah and he's like the pale jaw like relaxed mouth slightly open like you know the voms dude i have an eye for that i all the time at csu i would just like be like you know at a party and then you turn and you see your buddy making that face and you're like i'll count (laughs) you're like three two one and they're all of it i know exactly what you're talking about well he sees that he pulls me out and i projectile vomit so far it covers four car parking spots and that has to be a record (laughs) (laughs) some guys out there like i'm gonna hit five (laughs) he's like you know what fuck this guy (laughs) just like spends the rest of the night making himself throw up just to beat your record (laughs) well (laughs) jeff sees that and he's like you feeling good now and i'm like "Uh uh-huh you know like eyes closed (laughs) yeah (laughs) he pulls me into uh vine uh you know vine apartments or whatever and he he lets me sleep there and i sleep up um and these people are like having a party there and they're just kind of staring at this guy sleeping on the couch and they're like who is this dude and i'm like (laughs) uh that's who i am (laughs) well the next morning right he comes and he gets me and he's like okay it's time to come home and like we go you know we walk back and um <laughs> what i didn't realize was i had vomit all the way from my mouth down my like entire body covering my leg and so when the when the, <laughs> when when the security guard saw that she just went oh <laughs> just let me through didn't even look at my card just let me through <laughs> and 
most people would like feel bad for you and wouldn't say anything. <laughs> it had to be a sight for her to have that visceral of a reaction. Just, <laughs> and she was like, "Ooh!" And she just like was like, "Go through, go away." I get in, I get in my you know dorm. I I strip down to like my boxes. I I go to sleep. Zach comes home. He gives me my he gives me my uh, phone and my wallet because I had dropped it, and I was mm-hmm. like. I didn't even realize I dropped that. But um, I ended up going to back to the spot where I had projectile vomited. Mm-hmm. And it's just this giant – it looks like Squirtle just sprayed the ground. And you see like pepperoni pieces because I ate pizza that day. Christian, so you just use vomit. Seriously, that's what it was. So yeah, you know, um, they ended up pumping Zach's stomach and they were like questioning him like, where did you go? And he was like, it was this pizza place. And I was like – Zach, don't tell them that. Now this pizza place is going to get sued for thinking that we got high off their pizza or something. <laughs> and Damn. They, he had to get yeah. his stomach pumped? Yeah, because it was you that were, bad. You guys were that high? Dude, I'm telling you, I saw myself as a 2D puppet. I was in a whole nother universe for like uh, three days straight. It's, it's funny that you had that bad of an experience off a pop brownie. Because yeah. we're just going to keep going back and forth with these stories because these are funny to me. Um, the first time, it was really kind of the first time I ever even got high because I didn't drink or smoke in high school. I was a theater kid. I wasn't cool. I didn't get invited to parties. I had to like deal with it on my own. But I, so so my buddy, my, my roommate was also kind of a stoner and he had a pen and I, you know, hit it once or twice, but never really got high. And then... um we were chilling it was like friday night it was like 6 p.m too early to go out or anything and i'm sitting on the couch in the common room with austin and jack big jack comes in and he sits down and he was acting off and i couldn't really tell why at first and mm-hmm. he was just like he, he wasn't being jack and i was like what is going on and then it clicked and i was like are you high and he goes <laughs> yeah and I'm, like, <laughs> and I'm like i'm like where the fuck did you get high and he's like my roommate had a brownie and I ate one. And I was like, well, could you get one for me? And he was like, I'll text him. His roommate, you ready for this? Also named Jack. We had three Jacks on our hall. So we had we had Big Jack, Little Jack, and then we didn't really like the other Jack, so we didn't call him anything. <laughs> but but he, text, he texts his roommate, and he goes, and his roommate responds, and he's like, yeah, I have an extra one. And I go, and I take it. And it was my first time ever with an edible, or the first time ever really getting high. Mm-hmm. Um the rest of that night is a mess <laughs> we went there was other there was one other place that freshmen could get into parties it was called it was on house street h-o-w-e-s house street and so we would always go to the house house that's what we called it and that's where we would go drink and um we show up and i'm high off of my ass and uh, uh there was a group of girls from our hall who we were friends with four of them and then we were four guys and they were driving somewhere so they dropped us off at this house and and it was in the car that the brownie really hit me and all of a sudden i couldn't move um i could not physically move i was just trapped and like i couldn't walk any movement i had had to be initiated by someone else so someone had to like move me and they were like okay and now we're gonna move your leg and they would literally grab both sides of my thigh and make me step (laughs) i could not physically move and then shit started to get wavy and i mean like like 
everything was kind of going back and forth or moving in and out and i was like this is weird man and then i was like i was tripping i was having a bad time and we're at this party and i'm just sitting there holding a solo cup and just like high off my ass staring at the ground and all of a sudden you hear that you hear the classic and then everyone hushes and and someone goes someone, someone like peeks at the window and they go fuck cops but it was too late it wasn't like we could run it was they were at the back door and all of a sudden they started marching us out single file the cops on either side just looking at people <laughs> we walk out and i'm i'm high off my ass and like i can barely walk and jack has his hand like on my back just like guiding me <laughs> out the door and we get out and the cops were cool they didn't really care they were like yeah you know just go home stop being a dumbass. just be safe go home and so I couldn't walk home. And I was like, guys, I, I cannot, I cannot get home. I was like, you have to do something. And then <laughs> shit started. And then, and then they were like, okay, we're going to call the girls. They're going to come pick us up. It'd be like 20 minutes. And so it was at the corner of like this little coffee shop. And like, so it's like the corner of the building, but this like little chunk is cut out where it goes in. So it's like an outdoor eating area. And I go yeah. and stand in the corner and just face the wall. <laughs> just like horror movie Blair Witch, just facing the corner, just not moving. And then shit started to get colorful, and it started to, like, kind of flash and wave a little weird. Oh, no. And I'm, like, way too high, freaking out. And I look over, and my friend Scooter, his name was Forrest, um, but he was riding a scooter up and down the hall one day. And, um, (laughs) oh, no, no, Austin had a scooter, and he would ride it up and down. And he meant to say, I'm going to go Scooter to get Forrest. And he said, I'm going to go Forrest to get Scooter. And from that day on, we all called him Scooter. Um, and my buddy Scooter is drunk off his ass. Like, like he pounded like eight beers before we even left. And oh, and on the sidewalk next to the street, there was just a single hot dog. And for some reason, he thought that was the funniest thing on the earth. So he wanted to kick it into the street <laughs> so it would get hit by a car. <laughs> so he starts kicking at this hot dog, and it just rolls into the street. And it rolls, and it kind of rolls back. So it didn't get that far, not far enough to kick it. And he gets all pissed <laughs> for some reason, and he throws shit down, and he walks into the middle of the street and continues to kick the hot dog as the cops that were at the party that just busted us roll around the corner. <laughs> and they just see this drunk fucking 18-year-old kicking a hot dog, this other 18-year-old stuck in the corner high off his ass. And they just like roll down the window and they go, son, what are you doing? And Scooter's like, kicking a hot dog into the street. <laughs> okay get out of the fucking street and get a ride home and he's like yes sir so then again i get in and i'm just like freaking out just so i was so high and so like bugged and everything was just moving in weird ways and i woke up the next morning it didn't feel good i just felt really weird and like my body still felt off and i was just like i was like that was weird for weed like i've been semi-high before that was weird for weed so I go up to his roommate and I was like, hey, man, was was there something else in that brownie like other than weed? And he was like, oh, yeah, did Jack not tell you it was laced with acid? Wow. Damn. Yeah. yeah. So my heart sinks and I'm like, so the first time I ever had a pop brownie, it was fucking laced. What are the odds? What are, what are my odds that that's going to happen to me? It was upsetting. <laughs> So one in a million chance right there. You won the lottery. I know. I mean, and and why no one, like, uh, 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 Big Jack didn't disclose that to me. And then when I went to get the brownie from his roommate, he did not disclose it to me. So I was just, 
it was either it was either that because he said he bought it from some guys and it could have been laced it was either it was laced or it was i just took way too much but it was wavy and colorful so i'm gonna say i tripped and it was a good time hey you know i mean as long as you weren't you know bought projectile bombing it's all good <laughs> you know i feel good. like that really is the 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 basis for whether something is good or bad were you projectile vomiting <laughs> if it's like those little brackets projectile vomiting yes no <laughs> different answers no good night yes bad night <laughs> shit luck you have a choice do you want to punch it or do you want to leave it yeah uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, good God. Wow, we just spent the past 40 minutes. <laughs> I like looking at the timer to see where we are because I have to keep track of it, obviously, for when we have to stop. But it's just, it's funny to me to see, to like look at the audio file as well and see where my story is, then where your story is, then where my story is. <laughs> I have to say, your impression of Scooter reminded me of Blue O'Brien. I was just like... Were you there when me, when me and Blue O'Brien kissed? Was it for a show or was it no, just like... No, it, it, we, we just kissed. <laughs> no, it was I didn't similar, even know that happened. It was similar to the time we kissed Christian Morgan where we played chicken and we just got really, really close and then I just smooched you and ran away really fast <laughs> at the time. I, I have, <laughs> This was within like a week of each other, me kissing you and then me kissing Blue O'Brien. At the time, all three of us had girlfriends. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> It's always so funny to me, but it was when it was it was the last night of Matchmaker, and oh. we all went out for uh, uh, Kaylee's birthday because it was also her twenty first. Yeah, and yeah. we went to that bar, uh, that rooftop bar right next to Gilbert. That's like Ooh. on top of like a it, like it's a bar on top of like a twenty like twenty floor building. So it's like on the yeah. roof. It's really the, nice. The mama and, something. Yeah, the mama something. Whatever. But uh, in the <laughs> elevator uh, is because you know it's Hollywood. So everything's yeah. movie themed. In the elevator on each wall is different like pieces of a screenplay. And we're all plastered drunk. <laughs> and me and Blue are in this elevator and we're playing each of the character. And I had to squat to like read the bottom because it went all the way to the floor. And I'm like squatting and reading it. And and Kaylee was reading stage directions. And I like said my line and then looked down and it said, they kiss. And, and, and Kaylee reads it behind us. She goes, they kiss. And I turn to look at Blue because I was like, that's funny. Could you imagine? And I turn as he's going in. And we just, we just meet. And, and I was just like, and we both freeze. And I was like, did you just kiss me? And he's like, you just kissed me. And I was like, I didn't kiss you. You leaned in. <laughs> that moment i would have been all like "Ooh, i'm telling oh, we all froze and then immediately started laughing and it was just the funniest i mean i immediately went home and 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 my partner was in my room and i immediately went and i was like i kissed blue tonight and they were like excuse me and i was like look it happens i need you to understand it's just it is what it is i had like i had, I had like six white claws like a couple shots and like a margarita at that point and i was just like i kissed a dude it happens. <laughs> That's just like eh, it's bound to happen. They're just Look, like oh, oh. <laughs> in my in my life it is. <laughs> Do you understand? I since being at Amda, <laughs> this is a weird statistic for me to pull out. How many guys have I kissed? I've kissed you. <laughs> I've kissed. I've kissed Blue O'Brien. I've kissed Tomas. 
Have you not heard that? Jack. No. I <laughs> see. I, I guess I was. Damn. I was just another. Oh fuck, man. Great. This is great. Christian, you were you were special. You meant more than the rest of them. <laughs> sure, sure. That's what they always say. <laughs> that's what they always say. You're lying to me. I, I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm trying to think of who else. I'm sure there's a couple more. I don't know. It happens. I don't care. <laughs> I, the, the, the thing is, it's like, it, it's, it's, it, here's my philosophy. I am very, very, very comfortable with my sexuality. I know I'm yeah. straight, and I'm comfortable with that so much to the point that it's like, I don't see anything demasculating with, like, you know, like, to, like, pull from, like, the Harry Styles stuff. How much drama that caused with him wearing the dress people like he's not manly and stuff like that but like I mean, who gives a shit but like i i don't care enough and so like i occasionally paint my nails it feels nice and i would love to see any motherfucker call me not a man because i'm wearing because i'm wearing <coughs> nail polish because let me tell you there is nothing more empowering as a male than deadlifting with your nails painted i'm i'm serious you're lifting like 300 pounds and you're just like and then you like look in the mirror and your nails are all painted and you're like damn man i look good doing it I'm, I'm ripped and i look good doing it like what are you gonna do about it i look good what do you want <laughs> <laughs> oh good god <laughs> what is this podcast <laughs> it it is what it is it is the way as the mandalorian would say it, i i still have not seen that show all the way through i've I, seen the first like three episodes you you should watch you should watch the first season and then you need to take a long journey all the way back to the clone wars well christian morgan that's what happened is last year you know during quarantine i was like i need something just to power through binge through like take up all my time and so Mm -hmm. i decided i was going to watch the entirety of the star wars canon everything that's canon within their universe and i was going to watch it all in chronological order yeah so i watched uh episode one and two which they don't hold up but they're so nostalgic for me that i just i love those movies i i adore the prequels and i i'll say it but and then I watched the first season of Clone Wars, and then nothing happened. I, I haven't... I just can't get into the Clone Wars like everyone else could. It's 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 just... It's the first two seasons. I'm telling you. I promise. I promise. I was the same way. I was like, man, this show really it just feels for kids. And it then, felt so for kids. It, it does. But I'm telling you once, you, once you get to, like, the fourth and fifth season, you're like, this is no longer a kid's show. Like Dave Filoni said, fuck them kids. Make it for the adults. I mean, he did the same. I mean, he did the same thing for Avatar The Last Airbender. Same guy. It's like by the time you get like, like the first season is very kind of childish. And like there's some heavy moments, but it's like more or less a kid's show. And then you get yeah. to the second and third season and it's like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like heavy. I I think they do it just to kind of like, sell it to the producer or not the producers to like the, the you know the, sh- the network they're like yeah. hey look it's meant for kids and then once they've you know racked it in they're like huh, losers and then <laughs> they, they just make whatever they want yeah they tell the story they want to tell yeah that makes sense because I, I mean that was my problem with clone wars is the way it it, it opens 
and I know this never changes because I've talked to a couple people about it, but the way it opens with that cheesy-ass narrator voice where it's like, now Padme is here over here, and it sounds like a 40s, like, black and white <laughs> boxing match, and I'm like, and then and then it gets into it, and it's just so, like, it, it, it's dull, and it's like the animation yeah isn't that good in the first season it's like very chunky and blocky which of course it came out in like 2009 or something like that 2008 yeah yeah something like yeah and so it's i understand why but it's like they tried to go 3d when 3d was barely a thing um so i just haven't i i'll take like a good you know month and just catch up on all of star wars (laughs) It's it's a lot i mean it is i mean it yeah. is because it's it's that's seven whole seasons and the first four seasons have 22 episodes each yeah that's, and then it's so, so it's seven seasons and then it's nine 11 movies if you include solo and rogue one and yeah. then it's rebels yeah and one other t- and mandalorian and one other tv show so then it's like another yeah. eight or nine seasons of shows and so it's like it's daunting I mean, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. The best way that you got to do it right is you got to do it the way that you're doing. You got to watch the movies, get the movies out of the way, the crappy movies first. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to represent uh number 3, number 3. I was right about to say. I was right about to say Revenge of the Sith is good. I was right about to chime <laughs> in and be like I'd be like we can shit on 1 and 2 all we want. Revenge of the Sith is a is a hype movie. It is yeah, so it's, good. It's it's right there. It's the I hate you. You were my brother Anakin. <laughs> It was about democracy. <laughs> and then he gets... <laughs> what's the Obi-Wan line right before? He goes, uh, he goes, um, to my new empire, your new empire, if you're not with me, then you're against me. Only Sith steal an absolute. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, I'll do what I must. And then it's the worst delivery of any line in human history where he goes, you will try. <laughs> and then he it's the worst it is the worst way he could have said that line is is like you will try (laughs) the only thing that goes over that more in my opinion is the don't try it anakin i have the high ground and it's just like oh this has gone too far but that fight just in general did you know fun fact about that fight um hayden christensen and um ewan mcgregor got so into it they got so into the emotion and like the weight of the scene that they put everything they had of them into that choreo for that fight and they got so good at it in post-production they had to slow it down because they were doing the moves too quickly and they didn't think anyone would believe it bruce lee would be proud (laughs) absolutely he'd be like finally someone did something like me oh but uh i i'm very excited for the kenobi show especially because they're breeding back hayden christensen i think because i think he's a very talented actor and and watching the prequels as as somebody who has now studied acting more i think he brings a very nuanced and different take to anakin Mm -hmm. and i think the the worst part about it is the writing I don't think it's his fault. I really don't think it's his fault. And yet, because of that, he got bullied out of acting. 
And so I'm glad he's getting a second chance with like really good writers. Yeah. See, uh, that's the thing. Like whenever you get further into the Clone Wars series, you see Anakin as a whole different, like they're like, it may be the different, a different actor, but you see him in a light that doesn't just make him like this whiny brat. You Mm -hmm. see him like disagreeing with the Jedi council being, you know, like, uh, having emotions that are just like something, you know, Jedis are like, you're never allowed to do that. And he's all like, you know, I'm going to do it anyway. Let me feel. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I agree. Uh, you know, George Lucas needs to stick to, um, you know, building his worlds and letting the writers flourish. I, I agree, and and it's it's um one of those things where where the two or the, or the original trilogy is obviously regarded as the best uh, out of everything that goes on, and it's crazy because he didn't even um he didn't even really write or direct the first two. He didn't direct four or five. His yeah. his somebody else directed both of the movies and then his wife basically co-wrote most of the movie. you can fact check me on that but i'm pretty sure that's that's what i read but i mean like it's just it's i don't know i mean either way bad writing or not like the 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 star wars actors don't get deserve to get bullied the way they do like the star wars fan base is so fucking toxic like they bullied um whoever played rose in episode eight Mm-hmm. Um, they bullied her fully off social media. Same with Daisy Ridley. Uh, mm-hmm. um, the the guy who played Jar Jar Binks almost took his life because of how they responded to his character. And then Hayden Christensen stopped acting and went and lived on a farm. And like that's crazy. It, I, it, it's he became his son. <laughs> he really did, didn't he? <laughs> but I mean, like between Star Wars and like Marvel fan bases, like I, I I've never I, I understand hating a character. And hating yeah. how a character is done, why on earth would you ever take it off out on the actor? That, it's so unbelievable to me. Like the most recent one, have you been watching Falcon Winter Soldier? I uh, I have not. I've been pretty much just kind of keeping off of it. I want to. I want to. I want to like let uh, all the all the episodes come out mm-hmm. because after it comes out, they have another show or something coming out after it. Loki. Yeah. Um, my dog is fucking dying right next to me. Okay, she's wheezing. <laughs> she wheezes a lot. Um, I thought but... that was your chair squeaking. <laughs> no, that was my dog. I'm sorry. I wonder, if, I wonder if the mic picked that up. I really hope it did. I'm gonna boost it and post it. You just hear like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the guy who plays the new Captain America, John Walker, um, mm-hmm. is the character, uh, uh, Kurt Russell's son. Fun fact of the day, um. He looks All, like him. Also got bullied off social media because people hate so much that he's the new Captain America. And it's like, that's the whole fucking point of the show is that we're supposed to be frustrated that he's the new Captain America and like yeah. bullied off social media. It's like, I, I, I don't understand why you feel so entitled <laughs> that all, this whole show is now about you. And the yeah. fact that they didn't do it the way you liked, you're going to bully a person. That's yeah. my upset reactions. <laughs> no, I, I I agree with you because uh, I don't know if you play a lot of um, video games, but like mm-hmm. The Last of Us Part Two came out, and they yeah. 
besides going after the writer they went after the person who played um abby and you know like she's a, she's a really talented actor yeah um, but I, I've, I've only played like the first two hours of that game but i've loved every part she's in yeah and and they they went after the person who played after uh, abby and they she pretty much was getting death threats and stuff online and it's like she didn't even have anything to do with the making of the game and you're going after the actor for what reason and it's just because they're angry at nothing and it it baffles me that they're like that's the face that i hate right now what they're doing that's the face so i'm going to take it out on them when in reality if anything it's you know the writer's fault if it's not the writer's fault it's the director's fault if it's not the director's fault it's the producer's fault i mean you look at you look at um joss whedon's cut of of justice league and like how awful that movie was and (laughs) and luckily people blamed him which rightfully so but i mean like it, it's it's like it wasn't it wasn't you know gal gadot's fault that that there was that weird scene between her and ezra milk and the flash and whatnot but it's like so it's like you wouldn't take it out on them like like you can find the source of the problem but these people are so dim-witted that they're like face bad i'm gonna tweet yeah. it that's a bad face and i'm gonna tweet it i don't, I don't it, get it, it. I think it's just funny that like these people get mad at these characters or, or these actors, right? And then we find out years later that it was the producers or so. Because like yeah. for example, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you and say I think the new trilogy that came out for Star Wars was complete trash. And I don't Agreed. I'm not trying to be mean. I, I just don't blame anybody. But then whenever they came out and they found out when Daisy Ridley went both with her and um. What's his name? Uh, the guy who plays Finn. Um, oh, um, um, John Boyega. John Boyega came forward and were like, yeah, Kathleen Kennedy basically fucked us over. She didn't have anything down. And they even – they had like a recording of her and they were like, so did you plan for her to always be you know, Palpatine's daughter and, or like granddaughter? And she was like, yeah. And then Daisy Ridley comes out in an interview a couple weeks later and was like, no, that was never written down. That was straight up changed in the middle of production. And it was like it goes to prove it is the producers and the directors and the writers that will fuck you over more than it is the actors. You know, you know. Um, um, going off that, I saw a TikTok today. I, I would love to remember the person's account because I feel bad just yoinking shit. But it's a story; it's public knowledge. Um, yeah. But Iron Man three is kind of regarded as one of the not as good Marvel movies. Um, yeah. It's very weird with like uh, um, the Mandarin and and Guy Pierce's character. It's just it just feels off. Um, yeah. And it turns out that like the female scientist that's in that movie that you think I can't remember her character's name or the actress's name, but but you think she's a good guy and then she betrays Gwyneth Paltrow like halfway through the movie. Um, she was supposed to be the main villain across the whole oh. thing, and she was supposed to kind of be a reflection of Tony Stark in the sense that she was like you know trying to make something better through questionable means like he was trying mm-hmm. to make the world a safer place by building better weapons and she was trying to do it through this like almost superhero um thing and the reason they changed it is because um i can't remember the guy's name he's some producer um said uh he did not think uh, toys would sell well of a female villain So they changed it to Guy Pierce. They split the character in half, and that's why both characters feel like half baked characters. It's because it was supposed to be one role. Yeah. And so, uh, 
again it just goes to show like you said it's like it's not their fault that was that was fully the producer's fault that that movie was bad i mean like i feel like that movie could have had so much more gravitas to it if they would have kept it with one villain the way they like split it was so weird yeah and not to mention you know i think a lot of part has to play into uh greed they're like we got to think about the toy sales and it's like in my opinion again fuck them kids why does it matter <laughs> like, does, yeah i i get like like i i i understand um and agree with the logic frankly that that you know at the end of the day star wars and marvel they're kids movies you know what i mean like like i i i, I hate putting like the word kid in front of a movie because i think that's just like selling it short i don't think they're kids movies but they're made for usually like younger audiences they're not move they're not your marriage stories or your irishmans or your parasites or jokers they're not these oscar high big brain shit it's fun action with cool superheroes and they take on heavy topics but it's 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 made for kids quote unquote at the end of the day but at the same time you know make a good movie <laughs> i'm okay with it being targeted for kids but make a good movie you know what movie was targeted towards kids into the spider-verse and it was it was pretty good it's They're one of the a second one. it's one of the best movies i've seen and so it's classic yeah hollywood bullshit <laughs> <clears throat> and that's why i'm gonna tell you right now going back to another topic real quick yeah if you watch the Clone Wars, right, and you get to the season seven, you get to the last episode, there is a part, and because you agree with me that, you know, like episode three was one of the best parts, mm-hmm. you're going to see the scene and you're going to hear dialogue and it's just going to make you have like Am I gonna goosebumps. Weep? Am I going to weep? You, you, I, I, I didn't weep, but when I heard it, I was like, oh my God, that hits much harder. That hits hard. That hits hard. I was like, I can't watch the show anymore. And it ended and I was like, no oh. so oh, dude i i'm, I'm uh, we're gonna wrap up here pretty soon anyways because we've hit our little hour mark but um yeah i was uh i've since just like being okay with crying i cry at everything now like any sort of media and like it feels so good especially with moments like that where it's like one little thing one little line of dialogue or one little moment and it just like like washes over your whole body it's like I, the last time that happened for me was um avatar the last airbender oh dude at, at the end when zuko is apologizing to iroh and iroh just turns and hugs him i waterfall i was i was i was crying it's like when i cried during man of steel dude i just cry so easily now. <laughs> it feels good what are you gonna do hey just keep on doing it you know uh well, that was fun, Chris Morgan. I loved hearing your stories. You Heck greening yeah. out, projectile vomiting. It's <laughs> lovely for me. <laughs> um, well, that was another good one. That was that was in the bag. Look at that. Look at us. Yeah, the whole the whole a whole three stories and some <laughs> topics to cover. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I feel like uh, uh, we should end it the same way we did last week with just a good old good old Christian Morgan. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs>